0: My friends are degenerates, but I never change them. Liars, cheats, and hypocrites. Not the time for saving. 45, 50, 45. There goes Davis. Oh, my God. Davis is going to run it all the way back. Armour's going to win the football game. Three seconds at mid-court. Gives it to Jenkins
1: for the championship. You're listening to the Bet the Juice podcast presented by Degenerate Synopsis. Welcome back Bet the Juice Podcast. Cody Mitchell, Connor Holiday here. How's it going, buddy?
0: Oh, kind of sad day in the college football world today. Uh, if you haven't already seen uh, Mississippi State head coach Mike Leach has passed away very suddenly and very unfortunately. Uh, a sad, sad day. All over college football, I always hate when stuff like this happens, especially after we just had the Virginia situation. But the one nice thing that always happens is we see these great stories, these great videos come out, and of course, with Mike Leach, he was one of one one of the most unique coaches in all of sports. And just some of the clips of, like, some of his old press conferences, some of the stories that I've seen of the people that he has touched, like, really, really was amazing given the circumstances.
1: Yeah, and he, um, Coach Leach was one of those guys, too. Like, obviously, I don't know him personally. But, like, was just universally loved among, like, college sports. Like, there was nobody that was like, you know who, who I hate is Coach Mike Leach. Like, no. Nobody liked that. He was a fun he was a loving character. It seemed like his players all loved him, and everybody wanted to play hard for him. Like Texas Tech was, he was a, a god there for a long time. Even when his teams weren't really even that good. So like, it sucks, man. Like I, as someone who lost his dad this year, like I understand. I prayers out to his family. It sucks. It was all, all sudden, mm-hmm. too. Like I remember seeing the report and being like, you know, it, most of the time this stuff happens. The coach gets out like the next day. Blah blah blah. Unfortunately, this just wasn't the case,
0: yeah, once it the critical words started getting thrown around, I really did get a little bit concerned and unfortunately, like like you said there was there was nobody that didn't like this guy. He was probably my favorite coach in college football that hasn't coached at like Ohio
1: State. I mean, when he talked in his press conference, it was a must must listen win or lose,
0: yeah, and I really don't. Something that I really don't want to get lost with Mike Leach is how much of a pioneer he was for how not just modern college football, but modern football everywhere with the spread it out style. Like he, that was very, very innovative at the time. And now we see it everywhere. I mean, his. I wanted to pull it up. His coaching tree is absolutely insane. You have Dave Aranda, the head coach at Baylor, Art Briles, which... Really
1: good coach, but not a great guy.
0: But also stemming from that, you had Philip Montgomery, who was the Tulsa head coach, Dino Bavers. He's like also been a part of Robert Anai, who is now the NC State offensive coordinator, who's had some very, very crazy offenses Sonny Dykes Seth uh Latrell unfortunately no longer the North Texas head coach but had some very fun offenses there Tony Franklin the Mill Tennessee uh state offensive coordinator like the the his coaching tree just spreads out through out college football it is very crazy and the other thing that I ended up a stat that I absolutely like kind of dumbfounded me four of the nine highest single season passing yardage totals in college football four of those were by quarterbacks that were under Mike Leach oh yeah really yeah you have uh BJ Simmons Graham Harrell uh Anthony Gordon and Graham Harrell again all top nine with season totals, and like,
1: I mean, he was a quarterback's best friend if you would go mm-hmm. play there because I mean, he made guys who were complete bums at the collegiate level look like, like, like you said, set records. Mm-hmm. Like, Graham Harrell goes to Texas, like, he's nothing compared to that. Mm-hmm. Like, he, his system was so quarterback friendly. The only thing I liked about him, too, is like. He was like a nuts on the table kind of coach too, who like didn't give a shit if the media was gonna come at him because he went for it on fourth and two on his own twenty five in the early in the third quarter. Like, did not give a shit. Like, he was gonna coach even with his system with the air raid. Like, definitely times where you know balancing the run a little bit in there to kind of burn some clock. No, he didn't give a shit. He was gonna he was gonna play the brand of football that he liked, the brand of football he created, and he didn't care what anybody else thought.
0: And, I mean, he took it everywhere with him, from Texas oh, yeah. Tech to Washington State to Mississippi State. You knew
1: what you were getting when you hired Mike Leach. I mean, that was
0: change. why it was one of my favorite hires that year. Like, I loved the fact that he was going to Mississippi State. So, very, very sad. But
1: I'm, Yeah, what was – he did something in his – I mean, he had so – you were telling me about it today's press conference.
0: Yeah, there was one, the one. I mean, pac- he's got millions, but the press con. My favorites, the press conference when he was at Washington State, and a reporter asked him, like, what would happen in a battle of the Pac-12 mascots? Oh yes, that's what and it was. and he just went on and on, and like the part where he's talking about a sun devil, he's like, you're gonna have to talk to some of them Harry, pa- Harry Potter folk <laughs> to figure out what to do with the sun devil. I have no idea. Like he was, he was, he was a character. It's he a was just genuine nice guy would answer any question that reporters asked him no matter how crazy it was he he was just um an amazing person outside of being yeah a like great literally coach.
1: think of all other 129 F- fbs coaches if you get asked that question they're gonna like maybe they'll play along but at first they're gonna be like that mike leach just kind of you know put his arms on the podium and went right into it Uh, uh,
0: and he would go he (laughs) He was in detail you don't know where this is going but it's going somewhere and you're gonna laugh at the end of it
1: yes 100 percent well again rest in peace mike leach Uh, prayers go out to his family here but we do have some off-season moves that are happening in college football connor i'm gonna shoot it over to you you've been basically on this like 24 7 i know your phone's been going off left and right Yes. (laughs) With more updates and updates.
0: So, on the last episode, we talked about how Satterfield made the jump to Cincinnati. And in probably the most obvious coaching hire of the offseason, Jeff Brom goes back home to Louisville. I think this is a great hire. I feel like he kind of reached his ceiling at Purdue.
1: Especially with the... Isn't the divisions going away?
0: Yeah, divisions are going away, so that's going to make things a lot tougher. And you're going to the ACC, where they're also going away with the divisions, which could benefit Louisville, especially with how much they are in NIL and having a hometown guy come like come back to coach. Like somebody said this, and I can't agree with this more. Louisville failed upwards
1: yes they hated
0: their head coach he leaves and then you bring the hometown guy that you wanted before and it just failed upwards i feel like louisville has won the offseason as far as their fan base is concerned oh yeah if you obviously ask- they did have the flip of Ruben <laughs> owens the five-star running back flipping to texas a&m but i mean
1: i mean if you ask any Louisville fan, when they found out Scott Satterfield took the Cincinnati job, they probably were all like, eh, man, that sucks. No, Scott, I bet they were more like, or they're you're fucking kidding me. Like, thank God we got this guy out of here. <laughs> I mean, he had one year left. Like, this, it was next year he was going to be the first coach on the hot seat. Yes. At Louisville. He lost two or three games in a row. He was probably fired anyway. So he knew what he was doing. Yes. And every Louisville fan had Brom, like, waiting.
0: That know, kind of, like, now looking at it like the way we're talking, that he probably only had one more year, probably me- explains why he kind of made the jump down to Cincinnati.
1: It's it's Dana Holgerson. It's the same move. Yeah, essentially. Well, I think Cincinnati, obviously. I mean, they're both going to be the Big Twelve, but like more, you know, sustained football success. So he's not dropping all the way down to Houston, but still, like it's so on point. Uh,
0: another coaching hire. Troy Taylor, the Sacramento State head coach, is going to Stanford. Don't know much about Troy Taylor. and I know that Sac State was just in that big FCS playoff game against, I think it was Incarnate Word. that. Yeah. Did you, I, the total was like 66 to 63, something like that. But I, I believe mean, they were the two seed, too. I like think so. First I know season. they've been very, very frisky this yeah. year for an FCS team. But, I mean, at the same time, until I see that Stanford's going to start changing things with their like enrollment, start doing things to benefit the uh, football program, I'm just going to say good luck, Troy.
1: Yeah, it's going to be a couple years before. I mean, that like you can run an offense like that in the FCS – you need some serious athletes to run it in the FBS level, especially yeah. in the Pac-12. Yeah.
0: Uh, in in the last coaching hire, we have Paul Waters, the Illinois DC, taking the Purdue job after Jeff Brom left for Louisville. Personally, I think this is a great hire. I mean, it's a co- total flip of the coach that you just had with Brom that was more of an offensive guy. But to go defense, I, I, I mean – Illinois' defense was the best part of Illinois. I know Chase Brown is an absolute beast, but there were times that that offense really let them down, but that defense, game in, game out, were players.
1: Yeah, he got Illinois to eight wins, like basically all with the defense mm-hmm. and controlled running game. So, All
0: right, now turning away from the head coaches, some off, two offensive coordinators that I just want to hit on. Phil Longo, the UNC offensive coordinator, will be taking the offensive coordinator job at Wisconsin. Totally different from what Wisconsin has normally run. He's really, like, spread it out kind of guy. You see it at UNC all the time with how they played. Like, they're, they're not really a run-first team. But, I mean, I feel like this is kind of a good sign for Wisconsin. Like, you're... You made the amazing, in my opinion, amazing hire of Luke Fickle as your head coach, and now you're starting to make the changes to, like, we're not going to be the same old Wisconsin anymore. We're going to do whatever we can to survive.
1: Oh, yeah, because especially with the the Big Ten adding UCLA and USC, like, Wisconsin— You have
0: to score points.
1: And the divisions are going away, like we talked about earlier— like, come on, in the last ten years, how many Big Ten title games would Wisconsin have made of a win for Brother Divisions? Maybe one. I don't know. Because also, it's not just that they had a good record playing in the West. They they avoided most of the East.
0: Yeah, they like several years that they avoided Michigan and Ohio State. Maybe and maybe even Penn State.
1: Like I don't like I maybe even maybe not even one. Like, they probably were never the best team. Ohio State was usually always the best team in the Big Ten. But, like, you're going to have to change something. It's not going to work. The same old shit's not going to be able to. Like, if Wisconsin-USC play, I don't give a shit how good your defense is. The is going to score points. Yeah.
0: Like, yeah, yeah. Ohio
1: State's going to score points. Michigan's going to score points. Like, even UCLA's going to score points. Like, you have to have somewhat of a competent offense to compete in this new age of
0: the Big Ten. Now, the one thing that does concern me, if you're going to be making the turn to, like, a spread it out offense, like Phil Longo likes to run, Wisconsin's not the best place to have to run like a spread where you have to throw it around, especially with some of the snowstorms and how fucking cold it is there. Like, typically, Wisconsin is about 20 degrees colder in the fall than Columbus.
1: Yeah. It's going to have to be like a more spread out, balanced offense. So, Mm -hmm. like, you kind of can do a little bit of the pace. You can kind of do more of the spread system, but at the end of the day, you're still going to have to be able to run the ball because there's going to be games in late November in Madison where, like, good luck throwing the ball around the field. Yeah. But, again, when you come to Columbus in, let's say, October, that stuff's also not going to work.
0: Mm-hmm. I mean, Wisconsin build a dome?
1: They should. <laughs> I mean, maybe that'll be the, the cure-all. All
0: right, and then the other offensive coordinating hire that I want to talk about... Robert and I, the Syracuse and Virginia offensive coordinator, will be taking the offensive coordinating job at NC State. I love this, especially with with Leary transferring, it's obvious that the move is to MJ. He played very well this season. And I think with how Robert and I runs his offense, he's going to be able to use... Morris's legs a lot. But also he like he's just a mad genius at times. He made Syracuse have a good offense. He made Schrader look good for a while. And I mean look what he did with Brendan Armstrong at Virginia. I'm not saying like Brendan's on a different level than Schrader, but still like
1: But also look at that,
0: that offense made up for the deficiencies on defense and kept them in games.
1: But, yeah, and you can also say, well, look at Brennan after he left.
0: Yeah, exactly. Two,
1: I know his line wasn't amazing, but still.
0: Yeah, I mean, the weapons were still there. So, yeah. I mean, I think it's a great hire for NC State. I'm very excited to see how this what this does for MJ.
1: Do you think, though, that they're 100% not going to go portal for quarterback?
0: I don't know. I mean, there is somebody who did good in his system that's in the portal. Brennan.
1: Yeah, Brennan Armstrong, yeah.
0: I don't know. I haven't really, like, heard NC State that much. But also, it's still very early, and it's all, like, I don't want to say speculation, but... Yeah, but,
1: like, it's kind of similar. Like, who thought Spencer Rattler was going to go to South Carolina? Yeah. Like, it's just, you never know.
0: All right, and then just to hit the players that have announced that they are coming back uh, Jacob Cowing the Arizona wide receiver has said that he is coming back even with Singer hitting the portal I think this is great him with Mac still very good wide receiving core even with Singer leaving uh, Frank Harris the UTSA quarterback back for his 7th year <laughs> And honestly, the I mean, he just keeps improving. So I'm very excited. I guess uh, UTSA NIL did a good job of bringing him back because he could have hit the portal and gone, oh, gone somewhere. Oh, a power five spot for sure. Yeah. So, Step up
1: a competition this year in the American too. So, like, good for UTSA to keep him around. Yeah,
0: and I wish – it could have happened just to see the nuclear bomb that would have hit Twitter if it would have happened. But Drake May is coming back to UNC. He made it, uh, an announcement kind of after Longo took the Cincy job. So very good for UNC.
1: Man. Good for college football. Too. It's good for college football. it had been very entertaining.
0: Like... I, obviously, if he would have hit the portal, even I would have been like, yeah, if he comes to Ohio State, fuck. Like, yeah. great. But also, at the same time, like, oh man, like, what are you really going to win at UNC? I'm sorry, but unless you make a defensive coordinating hire and somebody who could turn that defense over in a season or in an off season, I'm sorry. I don't, like, I don't know. I don't yeah, know. I don't know if it's maybe because. But of- I think, he, I think. The main name at UNC means more to him and I will give him props for that.
1: Yes, I will, but I also do think I don't know if it's just the selfishness in myself or what, yes. but yeah, you're probably right. <laughs> like I'm saying at UNC, I don't give a shit about my name. I'm saying at UNC because I'm going to put good up, put up good yeah, numbers and be yeah. a top 5 pick. I could give a shit less. If I go to Georgia and I lay an egg, my draft stocks hurt. Yeah. Like, sorry, if I was a collegiate athlete, as soon as I stepped on campus, I'm worried about my draft stock. Like, yeah. that's all I would care about. Yeah, yeah. Like, sorry, I just don't. Yeah. Like, I don't know if you're—I know you would want to have pride in your school. Maybe that's because I don't have a—I never grew up rooting for anybody in college. Well, and,
0: like, my team's Ohio State, so it's like, well, of course, I if, if I was, like, a five-star, number one QB in the class, obviously I'd go to Ohio State, and I wouldn't care how much— like, Bama tried to give me yeah. to go into the portal. Like, me being at Ohio State means something more. And, like, maybe that's what it is. And credit to Drake May for that.
1: Yeah, like, I'll go to UMass if they drop the biggest bag. Like, that's <laughs> me. I don't care. I'm going anywhere I can get paid.
0: You'd fit in with the mass holes. Um, Not wrong. Uh, all right. And some of the draft announcements. We had Michael Mayer. Why the fuck did I write that? I wrote Utah wide receiver. Episode.
1: Utah wide receiver, Michael Meyer.
0: Uh Michael Mayer, the Notre Dame tight end. I think this kid's locked to go first round. I would l- love it. I'd love it if he dropped to like 32 and the Bengals could pick okay, him. Okay,
1: we're not going to be picking 32, buddy.
0: Uh, yeah. All right. Next announcement. Uh, Chris Rodriguez, the Kentucky running back will be going to the draft and won't be playing in the Music City Bowl, I believe they play in, in the most disgusting game that we will get to in a little bit. But, uh, I mean, Kentucky going to be without Will Levis and Chris Rodriguez. This is the kind of the cool thing about, like, players announcing that they're out is, for, like, Kentucky, now this game's all, like, it's kind of like, Like an off-season practice. You're going to see the future. You're probably going to see who your quarterback's going to be starting next year. All that stuff. Kind of like insight to the future, but also, I mean, you want to win a bowl game, so kind of tough. But uh, Unfortunately for Drake May, he will not have his best wide receiver back as Josh Downs has announced he's going pro. I think this kid should be a lock to go into the first round. He is an insane athlete. His quick twitch and everything like that. He is such a phenomenal wide receiver. I am excited to see where he goes in the draft.
1: Well, Connor and his mock draft for the Bengals also <laughs> added him to the Bengals along with. Listen, there wide receiver. He was a core.
0: steal at twenty-three. Yeah, couldn't pass. Him. Literally, did you see like the whole? I'm gonna pull a picture of the whole draft though.
1: So it was like four wide receivers and two tight. No, ends. it
0: was not four wide receivers. Try again. So with the first round pick, I took Josh Downs. Great pick in my opinion. Second round, I took Darnell Washington. Did
1: they give grades?
0: Yeah. So the Darnell Washington grade got a D. Oh God. <laughs> the Downs pick got me a beat. Uh, then I took, uh, and also I think some of these are absolutely insane. Like, uh trevarius hodge tomlinson the cornerback from tcu he's not going to be available in the third round he should easily go into the second round then there was a trade back
1: oh you traded in your mock draft oh dude i
0: love i love trading dude oh dude okay so oh you don't even want to know what i did with your team
1: in the (laughs) in the mocks well wait wait
0: wait hold on let me keep going because you're gonna see a theme here Then with my fourth round pick, which he has no right going in the fourth round, I took Deuce Vaughn.
1: Yeah, he's not going to last that long. (laughs) And
0: then fifth round, Bryce Ward Wheaton, sixth round, Peyton Wilson, NC State linebacker, a little bit of love there. Uh, O'Shawn Mathis with the seventh round pick, and then Bevin Spam Ford, the Minnesota tight end. With the seventh, with the last pick, so I love that draft. Even though PFF gave me a C plus. So Talk when you, do,
1: you, so when you do, well, yeah, you drafted all offense on one of the best offenses already. Well, this. also
0: like we just went all defenses last year.
1: So you're just gonna flip all the way backwards. Exactly. So in the trades, this is an actual question. I've never done one of those. In the trades, do they automatically accept them? No. So they have to. Yeah, approve. I have okay. to haggle. And okay, then you, I like and that. Then
0: you, and when they also give uh, trade grades, I got B-minus on my trade.
1: Okay. But, Did you draft a quarterback in the commander's draft? No. Good. Okay, that's all I needed.
0: Now, yeah. I, I, you know who I had the most fun with? And just because he, it's my favorite quarterback, I had so much fun with the Bears.
1: Oh, yeah. I okay.
0: traded the second pick back two picks, got Jalen Carter, got a second got another first round pick in that trade and got Quentin Johnson.
1: That's Dude, that's insane. insane
0: if that were happen.
1: You should be the GM of the Chicago Bears. I
0: should uh, PFF like I don't even have an account with them but my god the amount of hours I've logged on their site just doing mock drafts. All right, back to the... the people non- with
1: work people are like who is this Connor Holiday's a loser. <laughs> I am such a loser. He's just doing I am mocks. Such
0: a fucking loser. From
1: four o'clock to ten o'clock. Wait until
0: we get to draft season, folks, because we might have to do a mock draft for the show.
1: Go ahead. Seven rounder.
0: <laughs> All right, and then, then the last NFL draft announcement. I kind of I think I missed this last week, but uh Devin chain the Texas AM running back, will be heading to the draft. Do not fucking blame him whatsoever. Yeah, I would I'd be love to get the him. fuck out of Texas A and M if I could.
1: <laughs> and he's a hell of a talent too.
0: Absolutely, he, their NFL teams are going to fall in love with yeah. him, especially with his uh, track speed. Fuck. All right, now to the portal. All right, some of the players that have made announcements to go into the portal. Just a couple of quarterbacks have added, I think, after bowl season, then it's going to be another wave. But uh, Tyson Pumachow, the Georgia Tech and Clemson quarterback, has hit the portal. And God damn it, I wouldn't be surprised if he just went right back to Clemson. That's the only way Clemson hits the portal is when they get their own people. They just fucking did it with Hunter Johnson.
1: Yeah, he would do that to be the backup, obviously, or it looks like he's going to drop to a group of five.
0: And one that kind of surprised me, Grayson McCall hitting the portal. Obviously, as soon as I told you, I'm like, he's going to go to Liberty, right?
1: (laughs) Probably either that or, I mean, there's going to be power five schools that do want him I think so. That could be a – we see that a lot in basketball where a guy will hit the portal after the coach and -hmm. everybody's like, well, he's just going to follow the coach. He's like, no, I can actually do way better than this sideways move you just did. Yeah. And go get some – go somewhere good. Yeah. Uh
0: And some of the other players, uh, Jalen Knighton, the Miami running back hit the portal, a pair of, uh, Kent State players. I know there's other Kent State players that hit the portal too that I completely forgot to write down. But Dante Cephas, who's been hearing, getting a lot of buzz, like Penn State, a lot of higher power, power five schools. Um, Marquez Cooper, the running back has hit the portal. Uh... And then Marshawn Lloyd, the South Carolina uh, running back, has also hit the portal. And then all-first-team all, te- all first team name or college football name player. I, I completely butchered that up. But, we know uh, what you mean, though. Storm Duck, the UNC cornerback, has hit the portal. And we've kind of seen, like, Max are a lot of players just leaving certain teams. Like we've hit, we've seen a lot of Bama Bama's hit double digits, Texas A&M. We kind of suspected that would happen. Uh, UNC, especially on the defense has lost a lot. I'm trying to think of some of the other teams. There's been some teams that have been hit kind of hard by the portal, but I mean, we kind of, for some of those teams we saw it coming, but, uh, some of the players that have announced where they will be going. Uh Austin Reed has announced that he is going back to Western Kentucky. Good for him. Yeah, I'm you'll gonna...
1: see you'll see a lot more of that than you think.
0: Yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh Deson McCall and his brother uh fuck I forgot his brother's name. But I think he's also a recruit. Uh has announced that he is going to Oklahoma, so I'm very excited to see boy he could do off the edge in Venable system. Give me one reason to watch Oklahoma next season. Um, Jaheim Bell, the South Carolina tight end, has announced that he is going to FSU, and I am hyped for this. Yeah, I am so excited. Like I said with Norvell, he does work in the portal, and I think this is a great find. I mean, Jaheim Bell, currently probably top five player in the easily top 10 player in the portal right now. So big get for them.
1: Yeah, we're going to be even more in love with Florida State now.
0: Yep. Get that train ready for Jordan Travis, Heisman. All right, Reagan to get into this. Oh
1: god. Bowl season, baby. Connor, your favorite time of the year is finally here. Connor, go ahead and take it away with this plethora of bowl games here.
0: Love this love this love looking at this list so in the bahamas bowl we have UAB versus Miami of Ohio very interesting game i think UAB is going to run all over them
1: nice 11:30 start time too yeah, yeah something to bet on very early in the morning
0: yep uh then in the cure bowl very good matchup in my opinion troy versus utsa the sunbelt champ versus the Cusa the the champ. champ. Yep. Almost fucked that up. Think this should have be they a- made that night game. This should have been like this shouldn't be on the first night of bowl games. This no. should have been like a lot like this matchup is gonna be a great game. In the Fenway bowl, we have Cincy versus Louisville. I
1: mean the Scott Satterfield Bowl.
0: <laughs> and the funny part is the fact that they have to share the same sideline.
1: Yeah, so he is he like if a coach takes a job, is a dumb question. But when a coach takes a new job, they don't immediately coach the next game, right? No. no. Kerry Combs the He's gonna do the bowl game. Yeah.
0: And But I'm assuming they're there. I I, do, I think that he already said he wasn't gonna be there, but I guarantee you so like they're gonna have a phone call or something with him yeah. like, during this to fill time, but Maybe
1: uh, if it wasn't against Louisville, he'd be here. Like in the press box or something. But...
0: Yeah. Uh in the Celebration Bowl, we will have Jackson State versus NC Central. Kind of lost its luster a little bit with Dion making the move to Colorado. As far as I think, Shadur's still with Jackson State, so I, I
1: doubt he's playing. I team.
0: I don't know the the. Have you seen the spread for this? It's still like Very seventeen. High.
1: Yeah, I mean, there's also some four four star guys there too. Did yeah, Hunter, like is yeah. Hunter enter the portal official no, yet? So no, I doubt.
0: I unless I've missed it, but I doubt that would be like a miss. Even though it's like he kind of already said he's coming, but so
1: I, do I take it this is like the SWAC Champion versus the MIAC Champion? Yes. Okay.
0: Yes. Uh in the New Mexico Bowl, my favorite Where's game. New Mexico? Uh BYU versus SMU. Take the fucking over. Didn't you... I don't care. It dro- so it dropped from, what did I tell you, 73? Yeah, something and like that. And it's now at like 68, I believe. Still, I don't fucking care. This game's going over. Just
1: sit back and enjoy it, too.
0: Uh, in the, LA Bo- the Jimmy Kimmel LA Bowl.
1: Dude, you have a bowl game. That's when you know you made it. Yeah.
0: Fresno State versus Washington State. I'm gonna be so into this game. Uh, this
1: is like two teams you love too. So
0: I mean, more Wazoo, but it'll be cool. I mean, I love Jake Hanner, so, but also Wazoo is an underdog. So. Uh, in the Lending Tree Bowl, we have Southern Miss versus Rice. Don't know what the fuck to expect. You'll watch it, but I don't know Well, we're, I'm watching every single one of these. And betting on every single exactly. one of these. Exactly. We will have a play on every single bowl game. Uh, in the Frisco Bowl. Oh, wait. I missed one. Sorry. Uh, the Las Vegas Bowl. We will have Florida versus Oregon State. Kind of lost its luster a little bit with AR going pro. But well,
1: Oregon State has a chance to probably, I mean, I'm assuming that. And he, now
0: it's Jack Miller time.
1: Oh, H. <laughs> I guess always a Buckeye.
0: Oh, that's the this, only reason I'm probably going to take Florida is because Jack Miller's the quarterback.
1: I'm pretty sure. Yeah, this could get uh, Oregon State to double-digit wins, too. Mm-hmm. So that's something that doesn't happen a lot in Oregon State. Oh. So. All
0: right. In the Frisco Bowl, we will have Boise State versus North Texas. Again, don't know what to expect with this, especially with North Texas firing their coach. <laughs> yep. Uh in the Myrtle Beach Bowl, what a great bowl to end up having to go to. UConn versus Marshall.
1: I'm just happy. I'm just uh, UConn, to UConn is in a bowl game. <laughs> yeah, I wonder what the spread on that one is. I don't know if I haven't got chance uh, to fuck. look
0: at him yet. I, I mean, I've looked at every single line. I can't exactly remember, but I'm pretty sure UConn's underdogs.
1: I would th- like to t- I would tend to believe they would be still one of
0: the best covering teams in the nation so makes me so tempted to take Connor, you Connor I want you to guess the line uh Marshall minus 3 oh, 10 ten?
1: <laughs> 10 Oh fuck <laughs> oh, we're man. we're on the Huskies
0: Uh yeah we're still on the Huskies uh in the potato bowl San Jose State versus Eastern Michigan don't know what the fuck to expect in this uh, one. <laughs> nope. Gonna get that a lot, people. Uh,
1: oh, I like this one.
0: The Boca Raton Bowl. Toledo versus Liberty. I'm gonna love the shit out of this. Yes,
1: I like that game, too. In and a standalone game. Nope, never mind. Next one is. All
0: right. Well, it's still a nightcap. Yeah. But in the Nor- Nor- New Orleans Bowl. God damn it. Uh, South Alabama versus Western Kentucky. Now, I know Austin Reed just hit the portal, but also announced he's coming back. Can he still
1: play? Yes, he can play. Awesome. I like hope- I like I told you, the, there's a guy for Lafayette University in basketball. who's in the portal currently, but still playing for Lafayette.
0: That's crazy. Um, portal's getting weird. Uh, in the Armed Forces Bowl, we have Air Force versus Baylor. feel like this is going to be an under game, but also I feel like I can't. Get away from Air Force. Yeah, gonna, i think they're sitting six and a half point dogs.
1: There is something about this that just tells me that to take Air Force here. It's six.
0: So it's drop, but
1: Yes. I and the over under is at 49 and a half. I know. It, seems, it's climbed because
0: I saw, I saw it at 48 and a half, and I'm like, that's a good defense versus a triple option team. Yeah, that seems really high to me. Uh in the Independence Bowl, we have Houston versus Louisiana. Really don't know what to expect except for a lot of red. Um, In the Gasparilla Bowl, Mizzou versus Wake Forest. Very weird matchup, but it could be a good
1: game. Yeah, it would be good for Mizzou to get a bowl in too for Drinkwoods.
0: In the Hawaii Bowl, we have San Diego State versus Middle Tennessee. Don't know what the fuck
1: to expect. But awesome bowl game to attend. Of course or it is. going to be going to.
0: It's like the only thing that goes on on Christmas Eve, really. So, of course, we're going to be watching it. Uh, lost my spot. Oh, in the Quick Lane Bowl, we have New Mexico State versus Bowling Green. Wait a minute. Quick Lane Bowl, is that in Detroit?
1: can't remember. I have no idea. I can look it up for you.
0: But, I mean, if it's in Detroit, that's not far... Travel for Bowling Green
1: fans. Oh, I thought you were gonna go. And I was like, No, 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 no. Like what? I was like, What team is like making you want to go here? But no,
0: no. Uh, In the, I don't even know how the fuck. How the hell do you say that bowl? I feel
1: like such a fucking doofus.
0: Which one? The after the quick lane bowl, the Camellia.
1: Bowl? Well, the two L's would turn into a Y. Camilla Bowl? Yeah, because it's Spanish.
0: Whatever bowl. I we, think have so. do- <laughs> we have I
1: think so. <laughs> we
0: have Georgia Southern versus Buffalo. Kind of like the over, maybe, because Georgia Southern is so fucking crazy. Uh, in the first responder bowl, we have Utah State versus Memphis going to be hard for me to not bet the over in this game when Memphis is included. Uh, in the Birmingham Bowl, we have East Carolina versus Coastal Carolina. Battle
1: of mm-hmm. the Carolinas, baby.
0: Well, going to be a little bit different with Grayson not playing, yes. but still could be a very good bowl. In the Guaranteed Rate Bowl, we have Wisconsin versus Oklahoma State. The battle with who the fuck's starting at quarterback.
1: Yes, yes, 100%.
0: In the military bowl, Cody's Duke Blue Devils versus UCF.
1: I I don't like it. I don't like our odds here.
0: (laughs) Well, it's a close spread.
1: I bet it is. I wouldn't be surprised if we're still favored.
0: I don't know. It's been flipping back and forth. I
1: wonder what it is. I wouldn't be surprised if Duke's favored in this game.
0: In the Liberty Bowl, aka the battle for
1: Yeah, Duke's two point favorite.
0: Oh, okay. Stop distracting me. Uh in the Liberty Bowl and the battle for Kansas. Arkansas versus Kansas.
1: Arkansas versus Kansas. I mean, I was just talking about this with a guy at work today who is a Kansas fan. Obviously you know who he is. Tom. But <laughs> every I was he was wondering about their chances. I was like well, I think the teams are pretty evenly matched, but I'm going to tell you right now, Kansas is going to be way more up for this game than Arkansas is.
0: Yeah, I I think so. My, I mean, I'm not trying. I haven't even figured out exactly what play for every single game, but I'm going to be so fucking tempted to take the over in this game.
1: I thought you were going to say Arkansas, and I was going to be no, very mad at you. No,
0: no, over, 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 points,
1: points. Oh, 69. Oh, yeah, that's
0: right. This was an insane high stretch or over-under. Don't fucking care.
1: You're addicted to the overs. Yes. Uh, You're addicted to overs or disgusting under. Yes. You won't bet an under a 50. You'll bet anything that's 30 or under. (laughs) Like, if it's 32 and a half, you're all over the under. Or it's overs. listen.
0: Don't give me no shit for the Army-Navy overhitting. I was on the under- it fucking hit in regulation. I was, I kept like swiping to see if when it updated. If, like, does it just be? Is this soccer rules, and we're just yeah. doing it in
1: regulation? I just, I just put that, that was parallel. so fucking heartbreaking. I just put that parallel together. I'm like, you're addicted to overs or a disgusting under. Yes, yes, no in between. You no, see a forty five and a half, you're like, fuck it, over.
0: I want to be like jumping for points or throwing up because it's yes. so disgusting. Uh in the holiday bowl, we have. Oregon versus UNC. Another fucking over game for me. <laughs>
1: yep. 100%.
0: In the Texas Bowl. Oh, what are the
1: odds? Another one.
0: Texas Tech versus Ole Miss. I don't know about that but and for this one, but still, I think this is going to be crazy, crazy-ass game. In the Pinstripe Bowl, we have Syracuse versus Minnesota. This is going to be one of the disgusting unders, I bet. <laughs> oh.
1: I bet it is. I would say. Do you think it eclipses forty? I
0: and the shitty thing is, as I've looked at all of these, I think it's like thirty-eight.
1: Okay, it opened at forty. It is not forty-two and a half. Oh, yeah. So people do like the over. keep
0: going, keep betting the overs, you fucking saps. It's gonna be such a disgusting game. uh In the Cheez It Bowl, we have Florida State versus Oklahoma seminoles with a chance to 10 wins right
1: it would be 10 wins yes yeah
0: great way to go into an off season with your quarterback coming back and i mean i'm sorry i what do i have to say about oklahoma really
1: seven and a hook right now
0: i know i mean when i saw you knew how crazy i was when i saw the action projected lines and they had this at uh Florida State minus one, like, that was about to be, like, a triple-digit
1: bet for me. Yeah. I think this would be... I think still at seven, I do love it a lot. No,
0: there's a play that I like in that game. I'll let you know when we go through. We're still going to do our picks. Just well, like normal. Just like normal. Except now you're going to also, on our Monday episodes, we're going to have picks, too. Because there's bowl games during the week. Yep. Every episode's going to have picks.
1: And basketball games are going to be going on, so...
0: Eh, who cares? Um i'm sorry that was that, that was uncalled for but i just ignored just it in the Alamo bowl another over game for me washington versus texas I guess this is gonna be a hell of a bowl game
1: Sixty-eight and a half is the total and that texas tech one's at 70 texas tech Ole miss
0: i don't know if i'm betting that one though not enough faith because like oak or Ole miss still isn't the throw it kinda over team. They're still that run it type, but I don't know. I don't know. Well we got time. We got time. Uh in the Dukes Mayo Bowl, we have NC State versus Maryland. Very intriguing matchup of former acc foes.
1: Yes, and then you like you said, uh, MJ's gonna get another chance. Have he got is he playing? Is he got hurt? I can't I can't remember now. I mean, I it's know. still we still have a couple weeks out. so
0: I don't know. My brain's goo. So.
1: Maryland is currently a point-and-a-half favorite there.
0: I do remember that. Uh, in the Tony the Tiger Sun Bowl. Jesus Christ. That's what um, you, know you made it, Tony. We have Pitt versus UCLA.
1: This is one I just looked at, too. I kind of like it. Six-and-a-half as it sits. UCLA. UCLA, yeah.
0: I kind of like that, too, especially with no it this. being DTR's last game.
1: And those love is cracked. He's in the portal, right? Yes. Yeah.
0: Oh, well, he could still play. Apparently, true. <laughs> I guess I don't know the fucking rules anymore. Ah, uh, in the Gator Bowl, we have Notre Dame versus South Carolina.
1: Two and a half. Notre Dame is favored. I know.
0: I mean, it's got to be just money line for me.
1: Yeah, I actually kind <laughs> of agree with you there.
0: But I'm also very crazy. And love this team so. I don't know. In the Barstool Arizona Bowl, we have Ohio versus Wyoming. Do not know what to expect, but I expect this to be a good game.
1: Probably to pick them right now.
0: What this one? This game, yeah. Plus, I'm very excited. Like we got it got taken away from us last year. I am very excited to see how Barstool puts this bowl game together. Mm-hmm. Uh in the Orange Bowl, the most Orange Bowl uh, humanly fucking possible, we have Tennessee versus Clemson.
1: Yeah, took the name very literally. I S- think they should both wear orange. Yep, six and a half. Clemson's favorite in this game.
0: Oh, I wish Hendon was yeah, healthy. Yeah, that's that's tough. Oh, to gauge I Tennessee wish he were now. Yeah, it. Oh, I don't know what to expect in that game. In the disgusting unders bowl, I mean the Music City Bowl, we have. Kentucky versus Iowa. I'm pretty sure this is 31.
1: 31. It is
0: half. lower than the Army Navy.
1: 31 and a half. <laughs> and I'm betting are it. you kidding I'm me?
0: I'm fucking betting it. I don't know how the fuck we get and
1: there. And 66% of the bets are on the under.
0: Yeah, because I'm pretty sure it opened at 33.
1: Yeah. And you know what? The teams are combined five and 19 to the under. I know. So I know that's pretty good. It's
0: mostly Kentucky. Cause I'm pretty sure they've only had one game. They're one and 11.
1: Up. Iowa's four and eight when it comes to getting over. I mean,
0: with those stats, how can you not bet the under? That's
1: just, that's just nothing.
0: It's going to be so disgusting. I have a trash can close by in the sugar bowl. Game close to my heart. We will have Bama versus Kansas State. All I have to say is go Wildcats.
1: I'm assuming when we, as soon as we get closer, Bryce will not be playing. But
0: yeah, I'm assuming. I mean, I already feel like the numbers baked in with him not playing. Yeah, I'm pretty three. sure this opened at five and a half, and has subsequently dropped. But I'm very curious that if he gets announced out if this gets close to a pickem.
1: Yeah. 100%. So,
0: in the ReliaQuest Quest Bowl, we have Illinois versus Mississippi State now. I can confirm that Mississippi State ha- the team has said they are going to play in this game because it w- is what Mike Leach would want.
1: Oh yeah, 100%. I didn't I started to think about that at one point. I'm like there's no way they're not playing in this game. Yeah. It's a little bit different than the Virginia situation. I like, I, you know what I mean. Like, mm-hmm. There are two different things.
0: Yeah. Uh, in the Cotton Bowl, we have Tulane versus USC. I am excited for this. Here
1: game. comes another one. Here, do you want me to give you the total? Have you looked at it? No, I don't. I
0: I don't know what I mean. I feel like no. I'm gonna be betting Tulane.
1: The spread is one and a half. And sixty.
0: I don't know what i do with the over-under, but also Tulane is one of the best covering teams in the nation, so it's kind of hard to go against that. Uh, In the Citrus Bowl, we have LSU versus Purdue. Very kind of like random Mm -hmm. matchup, but I think it could be a good game.
1: This has to be like the first time these two teams played, right? Like uh, you never would ever think about that. I don't know. Probably
0: not, but it— Maybe at some point like an Outback Bowl or a Citrus Bowl or some shit like that. I don't know. And then in the Rose Bowl, we have Utah versus Penn State. I am so excited to see this match. Is
1: this normal where it's a week later? Or is that a misprint?
0: No, you're looking at the wrong date, dummy.
1: Oh, god damn it, I got got. Yeah, it looked like it keep, I was like, that's yeah. so weird. Like, Why yeah. is it like that?
0: And then, obviously, we already know. We kind of touched on the uh, playoff matchup in the Fiesta Bowl you have Michigan versus TCU and in the Peach Bowl you have Georgia versus Ohio State God damn that's a lot of bowl games and I am so fucking excited
1: Yeah I'm assuming we're going to break down the playoff a little bit more once we get closer
0: Yeah there's to... no there's no point like I mean it, it, we still have what I've, at least two th- what day like, two thir- what thir- fucking day is thirteenth. it Thirteenth,
1: yeah, we still have oh,
0: we still have plenty of two time, weeks so.
1: we will see you Friday, we have and we're gonna have picks we're gonna have basketball games and we got some bowl games this weekend, so I know you're juice Connor yes. oh, and then Friday we forgot to mention it
0: oh, oh, the first annual juicy
1: explain because no one's gonna know what you're talking about,
0: all right, so me and Cody like we want to do kind of an award ceremony, but we didn't want to do it for the people that are that have won the awards. We want to give recognition to the other people that put up in insane stats that might not have been up for the Doak Walker Award or the Bolitnikov. Plus, we have our own dumb kind of awards. That cannot wait to see what you people think.
1: Yep, that will be coming to you Friday. C's, C's. So, C's. There'll be some awards in there. You're not going to expect. You won't see that on any other other podcast. Nope. I'm looking forward to it, buddy. All right. We will see you guys Friday. We're out. Peace!